Welcome to Football with Susan. That's the sound of the crowd going wild. Good afternoon, Cats fans. Good afternoon, Susan Kelly. <laughs> How that are you? I'm good, I'm good. That's Pretty good. good on this cold, wet Saturday afternoon. Thank goodness we weren't sitting out watching football today. I know, oh. it's so gross. Oh, I don't I know. So I'm very glad because last night was a beautiful night. Did you go? Yes, Bridget and I went. It was, okay. it was in Geelong. Yeah, I know. I just wasn't oh, sure. Yeah. It, yeah, was no, it raining? Yeah. No, it was a beautiful night. No, you just said it was that. A beautiful night. Yeah, yeah. It was a beautiful day. We've had a few lovely days. Winter, June, winter, sunny, no wind, no clouds. Oh, I guess it's always a good day breeze. when the cats then, are on top. And then uh, it was quite a lovely evening too. I had my coat on, but I didn't even have a, I didn't even have a beanie on last night. Oh my goodness! I know. I the know. Wind was keeping you warm. Well. I, we certainly won in the end, but it wasn't always I easy. I it was a slow start. A very slow start, yes. In fact, after the week before, I was beginning to – I was a little nervous in the first quarter. I thought, oh. Mm, first loss. Mm, first loss Well, last that week. was gas. No, no, they lost – that's the second loss last week. Oh, who else did mm. they lose against? Um, Greater Western Sydney – that's right. One time, fourth game, something no, like that. After that. <sighs> so now so now we have lost twice and we're still on top of the ladder. Mm. Game out from everybody else. So we've but last night we did start, so I thought they looked a little sore, oh. a little slow. It was oh. a brutal game last week. I was very annoyed. It was very upsetting. Oh, um, with at the risk of defaming another football club, I thought it was um outrageously um, aggressive. Aggressive. Well, mm. I mean, at, I, well, this is not where I plan to start, it. Mum, but um, mm. I I had, I had, did look up something that you did, which was <laughs> <laughs> you've turned you turned online for I support. Um, do you want to tell, do you want to tell people what you did? Well, some of the responses were Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who don't know, I was so angry with the perform with the uh, uh, Port Adelaide um, aggressive behaviour. Mm. Let's put it this way. Last week that I actually posted something online, and mm. uh, oh, I got quite a lot of likes. I have to say, <laughs> a lot of people agreed with me, so but there were a few, Kelly. mostly men, I have to say, mm. who thought I was a bit soft, oh. needed to have a cup of tea and a good lie down but um Honestly. i was i just thought it was totally inappropriate totally um unreasonable so susan aggression. kelly posted on facebook six yes. days ago yes. uh, this i thought the violence in this game was completely unacceptable henry rohan Dalhouse, and yes. kelly they were yes. all badly hit i and think Taylor that is a disgrace too. yes it and was a disgrace <laughs> And to, to that, you got 20, let's say, actually, I should say, you posted this to the Geelong Cats um, mm. Facebook wall. So it mm. wasn't just something you thought privately to yourself. You actually no. said, all Geelong fans need to know about this. And posted it to 
And you got 23 likes. Yes. One cryy face. Yes. And five laughy faces, which I yes. particularly enjoyed. Um, yes. I think the cryy face, I wasn't quite sure who was feeling so sad. Oh, I think I thought I was being a bit silk. But of course, this, this um, wall is open to anyone to oh, put in. It is I have a feeling media. there were a few opposition uh, oh. fans who were um, adding to my. Oh, you little... think that not everyone there mm. was a um, Geelong Cats fan? No, no, oh, I don't think so. So people mm. are just writing. Oh, goodness. Okay, so you got these responses. Uh, these were my favourites. I'll just read my favourites. Um, yeah. I won't read out people's names. But one um, gentleman, yes. I assume, posted, mm. Susan Kelly, soft, we are handbaggers <laughs> again, which is just not terminology that I've heard for a long time. Um, but mm. my, I think I enjoyed particularly your response, which mm. was um, to this person, what a lot of nonsense. Exactly. What a lot of nonsense. I think that is probably the best response you could have come up with. Of course. I just thought, oh, mm-hmm. this person's just, yeah, get real. You don't have, just because mm-hmm. you don't like aggression doesn't make you a handbagger. I pre- oh, oh my Whatever goodness. that it means. Whatever that means. <laughs> um, this, uh, another gentleman, I assume. Yes. Posed, As I said, they were mostly gentlemen. Mostly yes. gentlemen. Um, maybe a cup of tea and a lie down, Susan. Yes. FFS is a contact sport, exclamation mark. Weaker's piss tonight, 11 points flattered us. Um, he got uh, one laughy face and two mm. likes. I know right. the laughy face. To which you responded, <laughs> how sad to think violence is part of being a contact sport. And you got exactly. a like for that. from, Did uh, I? from Okay. Someone. So I thought yes. that was good. Um yes. One person says, Susan Kelly, stupidest thing I've heard all year, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Violence, with three question marks, get a cup of cement, it's a contact sport that was all fair, exclamation mark, to which he got. Which is why two two of the uh, Port Adelaide players were suspended. Suspended. And didn't play this week, yes. Um, To which you responded again. Mm. What a lot of nonsense. <laughs> I think you, I think your, uh, what, is it, what do you call it? You're uh, disarming these gentlemen yes. uh, one comment at a time. With exactly. That. I think that's good. You got. You again got another like for that. So. There, there you go. Look, I just think that, you know, when people say things like that, they, they show a, a, something in their own character, don't they, really? I mm. think it's interesting all round. I think yes. people are really revealing themselves, maybe including you. <laughs> including me. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Your father was horrified that I'd gone out I, and Honestly. Put myself out there like that. It's the I was new just, letter writing, Mum. Before yes, I know. Just letters, and and now you have a much broader audience. Yes, I know it's going Facebook to my head. And you've got your own podcast. I'm sure these people don't have their own podcasts. That's right. Either. That's right. Yes. So. Oh well, lucky you. <laughs> um, lucky. So you won by 27 points last night. Yes. Yeah. So and we started off very slowly, okay. and and they got the first goal, and it wasn't looking good. Mm. Um. And I did think that Geelong looked a bit sad and tired and, and a bit beaten down, you know, heads mm. down, 
not not out there mm. doing their thing. And then um, second quarter they started to pull themselves together. Oh. With a lot of yelling on my part. Sorry. Do you think they got a talking to? Oh, I, I don't, I don't know. I can't imagine Chris Scott gets too upset, but mm. um, he's an emotional fellow. But I, I think he's very respectful, and I don't mm. think he yells at anybody. But um, they also made a couple of good moves. Mm-hmm. The first good move was that they put um, Mark Blitzarves from the fullback position into the ruck. Okay. And that was a big move of the night. I think that made a huge difference. Mm. So what does what does that mean, Mum? What? Are... Well, the the fullback position is the last defender of on the ground, really, and mm-hmm. he play, he, he can play anywhere. Mark Litzarves was a, a a steeplechase athlete, and he was going heading towards the Olympics when oh, Geelong an football actual club. steeplechase. I thought yes, this was a football he's an, term. He's actual, yes, he's oh. an athlete, and he looks an athlete. He he oh. runs and he jumps, and he's you know very athletic. Oh. Um, and anyway, he was offered a, um, to try out with the Geelong Football Club and he decided he would and loved it. Hadn't played football since he was about 10. Wow. Um, and anyway, he, the first year, it was just, a, he was fantastic. And I think, I think over the last, I think he's played for about five years now, maybe, maybe six, no, I think five. And he's won the best and fairest on a number of occasions. He has played just about every a position in the team, and uh, but he was becoming quite a specialist full-back position, mm. which is um, very important. Well, they're all important positions. Um, but anyway, our our current ruck person, um, Reece Stanley, was holding his own, but we really weren't getting enough centre clearances and it was getting a little bit to the point where something needed to be done fairly drastically. So they decided, apparently, according to Chris Scott's press conference that I looked at this morning, they, as a collective coaching team, they decided that they would um, make this big move and put Mark Litzarf into the ruck. Mm -hmm. Now, for those who don't know, understand football, the ruck person is the one who jumps up at the beginning of each after each goal when they have a centre bounce and, and actually positions the ball towards the, um, you know, whoever's uh, towards the players, the team. So and, like um, the jump up part of basketball at the start. Yes, yes, okay. like, yes, that's right. Like, I got this. Like, My under-12 anyway, basketball is coming once into they, play. They made that change and, and instead of um, Reese Stanley going into the full-back position, he went and played up forward and he took a number of good marks and had a couple kicked a couple of goals up there as well. So it was good move all round. And um, the ruck position improved dramatically with that move. Yeah. Uh, he was just able to place the ball a little easier, I thought. Mm. And um, so we started to get some centre clearances. Um, the full-back position was covered by Harry Taylor mm-hmm. and um, Colin Jasney, uh, who did an excellent job as yeah, well. So the defence line is pretty good. Yeah, and uh, no, it was a good move. So they made that position and then Dangerfield, he got hurt a couple of times. So he actually mm. went up into the forward area as well. Um, yeah, he, he got cleaned up a couple of times, but he tends to throw himself into the game mm-hmm. very very physically. Mm. Um, and, and basically the team just started pulling themselves 
forward and really lifting, I think. Mm. They started to lift and we started getting the clearances, which meant that we could then get the ball down to forward line quickly and there were some really good um, shots at goal. We missed a few as well, but mm-hmm. at least it was down there. It sounds like it was kind of solid. It was. That's a very good a very good expression for it, Catherine. Mm-hmm. By the end of the game, it was a very solid performance. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't the thrashing, it was they got the job done. No, it's not, not, no, not not the sort of, well, I think in the end won by 27 points, Mm -hmm. which was, what, four goals, which is pretty, you know, that's that's solid. Mm -hmm. And uh, considering Adelaide is fourth on the ladder, Mm -hmm. um, there are only two positions below us, I thought really we did quite well. Of course, Mm -hmm. it was a home game for Geelong, which makes a difference. Does that make a difference? Quite a lot. It does make a difference because um, Geelong tends to be mostly Geelong supporters yeah. who come, and so you've got a ground full of one-eyed Geelong supporters. Mm. It's a little bit intimidating, I should imagine. Mm. But there were actually quite a lot of Adelaide supporters there. They were dotted all over the ground. Mm. So you could tell when they got a goal, the, the crowd would cheer, and I'm thinking, yeah. where are you? Where are you? <laughs> quite different in Geelong then because you're right there are lots of Geelong supporters in Geelong which is quite different from the Melbourne teams I guess yes well it's a completely different atmosphere when you go to watch a football game at the MCG Mm. um the Melbourne Cricket Ground the atmosphere of course is quite different because it's a Mm. first of all it's the, the ground is about the number of people that you fit in there is about four times more than you fit into the Geelong ground. Um, but you've got um, supporters from both teams and the loudest voice wins. Yeah. So <laughs> it can get pretty loud and pretty raucous. And I imagine um, you can get pretty loud and pretty raucous. Mm, yes, I'm told. Yes, yeah. I have been very good. I was looking around for those you know, behavioural service officers that I've heard are in the grounds these what? days. What's that? Making sure that I was very Well, this was, didn't you? Oh, come on, Catherine, surely you've read oh, about Mum, this. I don't know no, anything. No, you, you haven't like told you about the behavioural service officers? No. Oh, Tell me about that. Wanted to improve the, the uh, discord amongst the fans, yes. and also they were worried because there was a lot of booing, especially towards the umpires. Can yes. you imagine? I don't know why that oh, would look, be. No idea. And so they 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 decided that as well as security staff, they would have what's called these behavioural amazing who would go around and if someone was you know not being very nice, generally speaking, perhaps speaking very rudely to an Ooh. opposition player or not you know saying some very naughty things to an umpire that uh-huh. they they ultimately could be ejected from the ground. And so how is that different so, from security? It's more like like verbal abuse than physical. Well, this was the funny thing was these people were actually walking around with, yes, it is verbal. These things were people were actually walking around with these vests that had on the back, you know, sort right. of behavioural support officers or right. something like that. It sounds like they should have, um, like, dogs or something with them that, like, will calm people down. They could just, oh. you know, put a doggy in your lap and you could pat it and feel better. <laughs> I, I don't think so. <laughs> no, the poor dog. <laughs> exactly. And um, <laughs> but anyway, I sort of was. I, I, there was a very funny posting on uh, the ABC this week. Uh, you know, do you know the comedian Sammy J? 
no. he and his his dummy, he's got this uh, ventriloquist who works with him and this dummy called Randy, this model, uh, what do you call him? A, a, uh, ventriloquist dummy. Yeah, his, yeah, his oh, doll. Yeah. And it's, he's called Randy and they, they do all these very funny skits. Anyway, they were at the football in all their footy gear, both Sammy J and Randy, and so Randy's yelling out the usual, you know, things that go out at the football about the umpire and the opposition player and what have you. And, mm-hmm. um, and Sam, Sammy J is saying, now, he's, he pulls out his behavioural guidelines book that's been given by the uh, by the right. AFL about what you are and are not allowed to say at okay. the football. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided that I, mm. to be on my best behaviour, oh, the thing that I had to say the most was, good job. Oh, that was a really good teach. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're allowed to say supportive things to your own team. Oh, you? yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, okay, yes. Good, good, good. Yes. But, but not be negative. Not be negative. You know, so... And not, not say, what was that all about? Mm. What were you thinking? And also, luckily, you prov- like Bridget also probably um, plays that role in your football watching uh, yes. experience as well. She moderates my behaviour quite a bit. Right. Okay. And do you think did Bridget have any any role to play in yesterday's game? No, not really. She was very quiet. She's been okay. very tired. Okay. She's a bit tired. All right. In the tired. Yeah. She was she was sort of just sitting, taking it all in and mm-hmm. clapping at appropriate times and okay. <laughs> whereas you know me, I can't help myself. <laughs> um and did you have to intervene at any point, interject with your opinions loudly at any point or or did you mostly just let them get the job done <laughs> let's well, move on right, to the next question might incriminate myself. <laughs> so, i tried very hard so you've lost two games now mum a good fan <laughs> yeah so you've lost two games you've won i don't know like 27? 10, I think. 10, okay. Yeah, like that. Um, yeah. Geelong coach, I read this today. I've done my research, yeah. Mum. Oh, you've done some research. Excellent. <laughs> I read a half of an article and it said this. Yes. Geelong coach Chris Scott says mm. it is premature to label his team as the best in the competition despite mm. its clear standing at the top of the AFL ladder after 14 rounds. That's and, right. So there have been 14 games yeah. and we have won 12 and lost two. Yeah. Okay. And he's he well, we're still keeping the lid on, Catherine. Okay. The lid is still on. The lid is on. Okay. Um, because people have been asking me whether the lid is on or off. Um, <laughs> Kieran, Kieran Yee from Geelong, for example, he yes. he was very curious to know. Um, and I thought, well, he hasn't really been listening because we have actually we discussed, have discussed whether yes. the lid is on or off every game, and it has been firmly on. Um, the lid is firmly on. Yes. On. Okay. Still a long way to go. We've still got another eight or nine games to go yet. Okay. You know, things happen and um, look at last week, for instance. I mean, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Um, do, so who, who are we playing next week? I think we play Fremantle next week, to be honest. Oh, in Geelong or in No, it's in, uh, I think it's away. The next home game is in two weeks uh-huh. and that's against St Kilda. St Kilda. So St. Kilda. And they were one of the ones you particularly City wanted to beat, 11. weren't they? They were what? Were they one of the teams you particularly wanted to beat? No, no, not really, oh, no. Um, they've actually been doing much better this year. Last year they were very 
did very poorly indeed, but this year I think they're sitting at 11th out of 18, okay. which is middle of the road. Okay. Um, and so that could be an interesting game. And it's, mm. and it's also a local club. I mean, they're in Melbourne, so we mm. might have some – and might have a bit more atmosphere about it. Okay. Mm. Are you going to mm. go? Oh, oh, yeah, home game, oh, unless, I'm, unless I'm on my deathbed, Catherine. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry. Well, let's hope it doesn't come to that. <laughs> let's hope it doesn't come to that. <laughs> Generally speaking, unless okay. it's absolutely pouring rain. Like Gosh. if it was a day like today, okay. I really probably would think you twice think about twice. it because okay. know me and my, um, uh, what is it, my predisposition to being a little poorly yes. if I get cold and wet. That's right. Then I'm better off probably staying home and yeah. hoping Giving to watch your support somewhere. in the long yeah. term rather than... Yeah. Exactly. In the short term. Exactly. But unless it's like that, okay. then I can generally be there um, and, you know, cheering my team on and okay. singing the song. Um, okay. Well, let's take some questions from the crowd. Okay. Um, questions from the crowd. Good. This one is from uh, Megan Kelly, who you will know oh. from giving <coughs> birth to. Um, she was daughter number one. Daughter number one. Yes. She says, what is yes. the required margin slash point um, of the game for mum to feel comfortable that you're going to win. And I'm not sure whether she means win the game or win the premiership. So maybe go for the game. I think we'll go with the game. Well, the required amount is probably 25 points. Oh God, so 25 minute mark. <laughs> I had no idea this was going to be such a In other words, question. with five minutes to go that we would be at least four goals ahead. That okay. would, to me, I can start feeling comfortable. Okay. I have seen Geelong lose in the last quarter mm. after being ahead by 50 points. Yeah, we all have. I have seen yeah. that many, many years ago, but it does sit in my head okay. as a possibility, okay. yes. All right. So, so I think that's what I would be happy with. 25 points ahead, five minutes to go. I'm probably a little more comfortable. Okay. Good one. Well, this question is uh, from Chris Kotsopoulos, oh. uh, who is uh, the husband of uh, one of my work friends. Yes. He says, could Tim Kelly win the Brownlow and will he remain at Geelong next season? <gasps> That's the $50 million question, isn't Which it? One? Um, the second one? I think, first of all, I think it's quite possible that Tim Kelly could win a Brownlow. Mm. Justin Ferris for the league. He is very good mm. and he has certainly given our team a huge um, lift. Mm. And as a second year player, he has an enormous amount of composure, skill. Um, what does second year player been, mean? As in, he's only been playing for two years. He's only been playing in the AFL at oh. this level for two years. And he's a chance uh, at the Brown, though. And he is. Yeah, they would mm. say, even though it's saying last night he was a chance for the Brownlow. Whether he gets it or not is another thing, but um, he's certainly an excellent player. Mm. Um, will we keep him? I'm not sure. Mm. I think I think his family connection with Perth is pretty strong. Um, he has a young family. I think they're in need of a lot of support. And I think uh, it's a long way from home. Mm. So, you know, I can understand if, if 
feeling the need to return to their hometown, but I would, I'm would. i hoping Geelong are doing absolutely everything they can to keep him. In fact, they have, I know they've offered him some pretty lucrative terms financially yes. to stay, but whether that's enough for him to stay or not, I don't know. Okay. We'll just have to wait and see because everyone wants to know the answer to that question. Well, not everyone, of course, but Geelong <laughs> I mean, Cats fans. I'm sure there's a percentage of people in the world who, <laughs> who, who really don't couldn't care, care less. No. But, um, you know, yeah, look, I'd, I'd be sad to see him go. He really has brought something special mm. into the team. Mm. Okay. Well, this, uh, this next question um, is from Jared Bates. Oh, Jared Bates, Colin. Long term fan of the podcast. Um, <laughs> Does he have a choice? <laughs> maybe not. I mean, he's sitting in the lounge room right now. But uh, one is a question and one is more of a statement, actually. Right, um, yes. The statement is Collingwood is only one game behind. Oh, yes, so they are. Yeah. Collingwood, who we beat in the first round, yes. Good to remember, yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, and this question is, what did you eat at the game last night? <laughs> Good question. Mm. We had, I, I had... <laughs> My took my usual thermos of tea. The thermos, which I, which if I remember, took up about half of the podcast last time. Was you explaining how you filled your thermos? Well, we had, we just had dinner because it was you know a nighttime game, oh, yeah. so we ate dinner for early. Okay. What'd you have? And uh, we had roast chicken and vegetables. Thank okay. you very much. Yeah, yes, that was good. And then I took a little chocolate biscuit, uh-huh. so I didn't have. I was. Um, Mm-hmm. It was one of those little Italian um, cookies with uh, sort of pastry on the outside and chocolate running oh, through the yeah. middle. Oh, mm. yeah. I've had those at your place before. Yes. They weren't chocolatey enough for me. Your fa- no, they're not quite chocolatey enough. Your mm-hmm. father likes them because mm-hmm. they're not really all that chocolatey, whereas, you know me, I could do with a good Tim Tam or yeah. a mint slice something. something that's mostly chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> something that's mostly it. chocolate. Yeah. But so that's what we had at half time, okay. and, and really I didn't need anything else. So okay. thank you, Jerry, for that question, but um, <laughs> I didn't have my pasty last night. <laughs> well, he wondered about the pasty. He mentioned the yeah. pasty, so okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, my... Next, uh, actually, this is this is not a question. Um, yes. But I just was wanted to request um, your Lingy story that you told me. Um, My Lingy story ago, about how you saw Lingy recently. Oh, at at, at the Keys at Gymnasium. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Um, right. Well, you know, we go to this gym because of our backs. Uh, it's all I hear about. Yeah. Yes, I know. Keys it's all you hear about. <laughs> not necessarily from me. But no. <laughs> Fairly common subject at our yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, um, when the number of the Geelong footballers also go there for their oh. various. Now I'm starting to realise why you go there. No, 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 no. It's, it's just that they're very good. And anyway, I was standing at the um, filing cabinet. I was going to get my. Um, card out because you have a card with all the program that Mm -hmm. you do each time you go Mm -hmm. and then you have a clipboard that you put the program on and you have a pencil Mm -hmm. so that you can fill it out each time and I'm standing Mm -hmm. next to the filing cabinet I'm reaching out towards to get a pencil and a very nice gentleman handed me his pencil and I looked around and it was Cameron Lee and I said well thank you Cameron that's (laughs) very nice of you and then as I went to get the, the, the uh, pin board out of the 
um, drawer, he handed me his clipboard. Oh. And so I had not only his pencil, but his clipboard as well. <laughs> and I you felt still have them. Special. <laughs> no, no, I don't still have them. <laughs> He's a very nice young man. Okay. Um, and he goes there. I've seen him there a few times. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I remember Lingy. Lingy is the yes. one of the ones I remember. His bright red hair. Bright red hair. Can't um, miss it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. Uh, mm. So out of 10, how likely yes. Geelong's going to end the premiership? Oh, this year? I think we're still sitting at about an eight. Oh. Um, I think it depends on the day. It depends who we're playing. Mm. And I think it depends on between now and the end of the year, any mm. injuries that might come our way. Yeah. I think Dangerfield got injured last night. I think he's mm. going to be a bit proppy next week. Okay. I think they're going to have to maybe give him a week off. Mm. It's looking a little bit um, sore around the body. Okay. Um, but, look, I, I'm still, yes, look, I, the lid is on, but I mm-hmm. just, look, quite frankly, Catherine, yes. it'll be the 25-minute mark of the grand final of the last quarter, yeah. and we'll have to be 25 points up before I finally say yeah, it's yeah. a 10. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be until you are holding that cup. Exactly. That you, okay. Exactly. It won't be until I'm holding that, seeing that cup being yeah. held high. Because when was um, the year that the cup went all around Geelong? Geelong. Does that always that happen? Was 2007, yeah. Mm. No, that was that was a special year because they hadn't won it in 40-odd years. And yeah. So we actually even had it turn up at our workplace. The, I remember. The, um, cup was, I've got the photo somewhere. I was holding it. I was very excited. <laughs> <laughs> They hadn't won it, then they won the premiership, and Geelong just went berserk. Berserk. I have never seen anything like it. That when they came through, when people were coming back from having been to the grand final in Geelong, and it was just like an impromptu party through the street. (laughs) It was a parade in at eleven o'clock at night through the streets of Geelong. It was. Yep. People were hugging and crying in the street. It was like the end of a war. It was absolutely crazy. It's a little ridiculous, isn't it, yeah. when you think about it like that in those terms? And then mm. everyone in Geelong got a piece of that cup. Yep, got a piece of it. We all got a piece of it. We all got a little insignia and yeah. we all got a little badge. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I've got, I've got it sitting somewhere. Yeah. So there you have it. It's all, it's all in the big scheme of life. It's a small thing, but in the um, for something to keep you feeling connected to your community, it's it's not a bad thing. It was great. I loved it. Not even a mm. not even a football fan, and I loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now tell me, Mum, is there anything else you wanted to say to people this week? Ah, uh, look. Geelong at their best are unbeatable, mm-hmm. um, but they have to be playing the game on their terms. Mm. Um, if it starts getting uh, a little bit, if things start getting, you know, out of hand, then I think, well, teams just have to find a way to beat Geelong, and I'm sure they they know how to do it, as long as they don't get too rough. Mm. That, I don't like that. But, no, look, I think at the moment the team seems to be fairly stable. Yeah. And um, they're looking after them pretty well. And what was interesting to me to, is that there's a number of women who are working in, at the club, of course, and 
last night doing the interviews on TV, they had a, a woman asking questions, and I was really quite pleased about that. So it's there's a lot they're trying really hard, I think, to mm. make it more inclusive. Yeah. Well, sometimes I wonder about that. I think if we had watched more women's football when I was a kid or even just women's sports, I might have been more interested in sports. Catherine, you played sport. I know, but... You played you know, basketball. You played good at it, Mum. Well, you used to run up and down the court with your finger in your mouth. I know. Because <laughs> I thought... There was plenty of sport, my dear, in your life. It's just you weren't all that interested. I know. Why do you think that was? Oh, just you, just you. You you like gymnastics. You mm. went to gymnastics and dancing and, mm. you know, they were the things that interested you. That's good. That's all right. Yeah. I liked the oh, foam good. pit. If there'd been more foam pits in football. If there'd been more foam pits in football. I think mm. I would have I mean, been I, I don't really think it matters. Hilariously funny. Like this morning I was talking to Megan and Lily and Jono on the phone, on the messenger, and, yeah. and um, Jono must Lily have bought Lily a little... Um, a basketball net that's her height and she can put the ball and slam dunk it. That's so great. Wow. That's pretty cute. Anyway, so I don't think I've got anything more to to add to this uh, podcast today and um, we'll do it again soon. Great. Thank you, Yes, and keep those questions coming. Oh, look, people, they're they're flying in, so... <laughs> but yes, keep the questions coming. All right, thanks, yes, Mum. Right. See a you later. Have a good day. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. If you have a question for us at Football with Susan, uh, please send it in. We always love questions from the crowd. Uh, if you want to leave us a review, please do it. I don't know how to do that, but I think you can also subscribe.